I'm Heidi. I'm Heather. And we're sisters. This is the H&H Show. Hey friends, we're back. We've taken a break over the summer to invest in our kiddos. But Heather, let's be real. We debated whether or not the H&H Show was going to resurface or not, didn't we? We debated long and hard. So let's talk about this because I want, I feel like we've been pretty vulnerable with our listeners from Mm -hmm. day one. Yep. And we are past the four year mark now. Yep. So, you know, it's not in its infancy, it's well past its honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like where the rubber meets the road, where you've really got to decide is this journey still worthwhile? Right. Are we going to stick it out? Yeah. And there's, there's also this, um, concept, which I, I believe is really true, when people have heard something over and over and over again, they stop listening. They yeah. stop hearing it. And so, you know, we were just asking ourselves the question, like, are are the words that we're saying, do the things that we have to say, are they still, are people still hearing them? Mm-hmm. Like, is it still valuable? And is it worth our time? Right. Is it worth our time? Because it takes a lot of time for us every single week to record, to find guests, to edit, to do all of the steps because we do it all of our, our all ourselves. We yeah. don't have, you know, anybody that does it with us. And so we had to ask those questions. Right. And I'll be honest, there were months mm-hmm. where we didn't know yeah. what the answer was. Well, because the question was kind of pending leading up to our break as well. Um, and we've realized that we need a rhythm of taking a break during the summer mm-hmm. to invest in our kids yes. and just to be really present. Yeah. And so that's been a really healthy r- rhythm that we've had. But I think one thing that you and I are both in so many avenues of pouring into people mm-hmm. and loving people mm-hmm. and leading people. And so as we looked at all the things we were responsible for, we kind of hit this like, hey, we need to reevaluate all of the things and find out if they're still healthy and if they're still our correct yes. Right. You know, and I think that that's a really important thing for us to do, to always be very mindful um, that we're not just doing something just because we've always done it or because right. we're at the four-year mark or whatever, but to really make sure, and that was my question, was God, is this still your idea? Right. Because this podcast was birthed out of God's idea. Yeah. Um, and it felt... At first, it seemed a little bit out of left field, you know, to launch mm-hmm. into this because we had no knowledge of starting and doing a podcast. And it was really before podcasts became super, super popular. Yes. Now there's zillions of podcasts. Right. And so it wasn't something that we just thought one day, oh, this sounds like fun. Let's try this. I mean, it was truly what we felt like the Lord was asking us to do in that season that was way out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, so I just remember a couple of weeks ago, and I honestly, Heidi, had been, and and I, I think we want to tell this story because this can relate to anything in our lives. Yeah. This isn't just about us sharing our journey. This right. is about saying, this is the journey we've walked on and we feel like this could maybe apply to something you're going through. So I remember asking the Lord over and over and over, and we would tell each other, like, well, how how do you feel? Like, what do you think the Lord is saying? Because we kept saying, we don't want to do it if it's not still God's plan for us. Right. And I would ask the Lord, and I just felt like I was getting nothing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting a yes, keep going. And I definitely wasn't getting a no, you can quit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember... Sitting out on my front porch, my boys were playing basketball and I was just sitting out on my front porch and there was all of a sudden this overwhelming sense that the Lord was speaking to me. And I remember clearly, I didn't hear it in an audible voice, but I I felt it in my spirit. I felt it in my mind. I felt him say, you have this platform right now. You have the ability and the freedom 
to use a microphone, to use a computer, to use a podcast, to share the gospel, to proclaim truth. Yeah. Why would you stop? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it was thinking back, I think it was because so many of our freedoms have been questioned, have been taken away, have been challenged. You know, you can't go to church. You can't sing in church. You have to do this. You can't do that. And it was almost like the Lord was saying, like, why would you stop right now yeah. when you have the freedom to do this? Because you might not always have this freedom. Right. And so, for, and I honestly, I just start weeping. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's my answer. Mm-hmm. That's the answer I've been waiting, asking for months. Like, yeah. Lord, what is it? So, and then I feel like you had a similar experience also. Yeah. Well, you sent me a video of Marco Polo that night and you're literally like mascara running because you were so, and that's not you, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not like super weepy, cry at the drop of a hat. If Um, I'm crying, you know that there's something, something either really good or really bad has happened. (laughs) So, um, you know, when that message came through, it was just a very like, yeah, that's right. I knew that, I knew in my spirit gut, like we had talked a few weeks before and you're like, where are you at with things? And I'm like, my personally, like I want to say let's quit because it takes one thing off of my responsibility list. So that's my personal side wants to quit. My spirit side says you've got to keep going. And we'd had that conversation. And so that was kind of where I was leaning. So then when you messaged, it was kind of confirmation, like this is correct. And then um, even as late as this morning, as I was getting ready, I was, um, I had a quiet time in the bathroom because no one was in there. And I just was praying through podcasting and I felt so clearly the Holy Spirit remind me that, hey, if I've given you the assignment, you never can walk away until I give that change of assignment. And it felt like it was for this, Mm -hmm. you know, that this is still what he has for us. And so I hope that that resonates with somebody. I hope that somebody is sitting here not meaning about our podcast, although we hope it encourages you and inspires you right. and builds your faith. But so somebody can go, well, that is so similar to what I mm-hmm. need, that clarification yes. from the Holy Spirit. I think so often when we're looking for an answer, if it's from the Lord, if it's not a no, it's still a yes. Mm, like that's good. God told us to do it. Yeah. Like he, he, until he says no, yeah. like why would we question I don't think it's wrong to question mm-hmm. and have that space where you have to kind of flush out some of the, the flesh in yeah. you. Um, but he never said no. So looking back now, I'm like, it's kind of, it was our flesh mm-hmm. that was like, should we quit? Sure. Know? Because there, I can look back over the last couple decades and there have been things that I think I held on too long, yeah. even ministry things, even great roles yeah. where I think I held on too long out of like, man, I'm going to see this through. Out of pride. Or out of pride yeah. of like, man, if I quit, what will people think? Mm-hmm. So there were things I held on too long. And then there were things that I quit premature mm-hmm. where really I don't think the vision had been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so that's why this was a struggle. Right. I wanted to make sure, man, is this still the lane God's got us in? And I think it was pretty clear that it is. So, And I will be honest, I think so many times I and many others, many people quit way too soon. Yeah. Quit on marriages mm-hmm. way too soon, quit on friendships way too soon, yep. quit on dreams that God's given them, quit on churches, quit on uh, governmental leaders. You know, they they throw in the towel yeah. when it gets a little bumpy. You know, it's so funny because I, a few years ago, a couple years ago, had my cabinets painted mm-hmm. and um, I had not talked to my painter in two years. Mm-hmm. And he came back to my house this morning to give me a quote for something else in my home. And we're standing in my driveway, and I don't know him 
hardly at all. Yeah. And he looks at me and he says, are you still doing your podcast? <laughs> and I started laughing and I said, that's hilarious. We're today, we're starting to record again. Hmm. And I said, but we were talking about whether or not we were going to keep going because, you know, it was really tempting to quit. And he made this comment. He said, most people quit right before it takes off, hmm. right before they achieve success. Hmm. Now, you and I view success probably a lot different than most people sure. would. But that was so interesting that he said that. It was almost just this other confirmation of like, okay, Lord, we hear you. Like, yeah. we're not thrown in the towel. We got yeah. it. Well, and how cool. I mean, what a random voice for God to use. You know, someone that we're, you're pretty sure he doesn't even know Jesus. Yeah. And yet God's like, here, I'm going to speak through him uh-huh. to just kind of reiterate that I still have this plan. <laughs> yeah. And all the people that know us and love us so well that have been saying, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit, are like, what about our voices? <laughs> well, and then we had one more really funny experience today, which is just so random. But I want people to see how God weaves these details and how when you're looking for God's confirmation, yeah. he does give it and if we look for it. In the weirdest, craziest ways. So the next weird way is that you today as well, you had one of our sponsors in your home, installing new lights. Yes. Right? Zeller Electric. They were a sponsor like, I don't know. Years ago. A couple years ago. And so they were a sponsor of yours. Unbeknownst to me, my husband had also reached out to Zeller Electric, asking them to come give us a bid for something we're having done in our home. And um, he was gone today. He works from home, but he was your gone today. Was gone. Yeah. And my daughter came to me. I was in the shower and she said, mommy, the worker guy is here. And I'm like, oh, good gracious. You're what in the am I going to do? So I get on the doorbell cam on my phone and I see that it is the same electrician who had been at your house the week before. I was here when he came to give you the bid. And I'm right. like, what in the world? Why is that random guy? I didn't know he was at my house guy? this morning. But I didn't know he was coming to my house either. <laughs> so he was in your house doing yeah. an install. He came over to my house to give me a bid, not knowing we're sisters, not knowing they're our sponsor. It was just kind of bizarre and laughable when we realized are you kidding me? One electrician in both of our homes the same day. Oh, and by the way, they sponsored us a couple years ago. They sponsored our show. Yes. It's crazy. It's so bizarre. But I just think it's laughable. Like God cares. Yeah, he does. And he shows up and he shows us like, hey, do you see how in the details I am? Right. Like I'm going to show you these kind of random but funny confirmations and then I think you're going to get the point. I got you, girls. Yes. I got you. So my kids and I were reading the other day in Proverbs, and I just, this verse when I read it convicted me so deeply, and I realized that it can apply to so many things and so many people. So it's in the vein of what we're talking about. So I want to share. It's Proverbs 14, verse 1. It says, a wise woman builds her home. But a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Hmm. And I thought, how powerful is that? That we can build something up ourselves, build it up with our own hands, whether it be a good thing or a, or a bad thing. But the foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. It doesn't even take someone else tearing it down. She dismantles it, takes it down, tears it down. That could be anything. That mm-hmm. can be a podcast mm-hmm. that can be us saying, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to tear this down with our own hands because we we no longer want to do this thing in front of us that God has given us that we have built. Right. It can be a relationship. Yep. It can be it can be anything mm-hmm. that we just say, yeah, I've built this. I've built this friendship, but you know what? They ticked me off and I'm really offended mm-hmm. that they said that. 
and I'm not going to take the time to talk to them and find out what their heart is about it. I'm actually just going to walk away from the friendship. I'm going to tear this friendship apart with my own hands, with my own actions. Or yeah, I made a covenant with God Mm -hmm. and stood before God with my husband or my wife. Mm -hmm. But you know what? My selfishness and my unwillingness to communicate or my unwillingness to see from their perspective is um, I'm just going to walk away from this marriage. Yeah. And so I think that can be applied to any, anything in our lives. Yeah. Wow. Heather, that's so good. Proverbs is so full of wisdom and mm-hmm. wisdom is the number one thing we need mm-hmm. in every situation. And I feel like sometimes we can sound like a broken record, but really Proverbs sounds like a broken record if yeah, you read it. it. You yes. know, it's every single... Yes. Chapter is wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Seek wisdom with all that you have. Learn from wisdom, love wisdom, Mm -hmm. love correction. Mm -hmm. And it's so over and over and over, which leads me to believe that it's so important to God. And we see in scripture that even Solomon, who was given the opportunity to ask for anything he wanted, he asked for wisdom. And God said, because you asked for wisdom, Solomon, I'm going to give you everything else And so I've been chatting with my children a lot about that importance of in every situation, Mm -hmm. big and small, to go, man, what do we think the wise decision is in this? And if we don't know, then let's ask God to bring that wisdom to us so that we do know. Yeah, that's so good. Proverbs 7, 4 says, love wisdom like a sister. It's appropriate. Mm, That is good. (laughs) It says, make insight a beloved member of your family. And I think that like, how do we get wisdom? Well, yeah. wisdom comes from God. You know, mm-hmm. I was trying to explain to my children what wisdom was the other day. And it's not just knowing a bunch of stuff. It's no. not knowledge. Right. It is, it's, it's listening to the Holy Spirit, learning what God has to say about a matter, mm-hmm. what God has to say about a person or an idea. Yeah. That's wisdom. It's gaining wisdom from the all wise, mm-hmm. which is our heavenly father. Yeah. That's encouraging. And then I love this fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. So it's not being scared of God. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, God's up there and he's this scary big being that I have to be terrified. It's it's a, this fear of being away from him. Right. It's this, I have to be with him. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. You know, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. So you want wisdom, draw closer to the Lord. Right. Get in tune with the Holy Spirit. Get in your Bible. Get in, um, find out what God is saying to you through his word. That's how you get wisdom. Yeah, it's so good. And I think too, just knowing that it, as you're spending time in God's word, it is that wisdom is literally just seeping into you even when you don't realize it. Yes. You know, it's, it's, you're able, your, your brain is able to recall those words of wisdom when you need it in real life settings and your spirit is being transformed because your mind is being renewed. And so I think we've got these great ideas in the Christian setting where it's like, well, you need to read your Bible and you need to pray and you need to go to church and then you're a great Christian. Mm. And those things are truth. However, I think it's that the richness of actually being in God's word, because I guarantee you, if we asked for a show of hands right now and every single one of us was actually honest Mm -hmm. and said, how many of us are spending time in God's word Mm -hmm. consistently? And when I get small, I mean like every day. Yes. Where it's like not just reading the verse of the day, no, like getting in God's word. Where it means like, I'm not going to want to skip breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. So am I skipping God's word? Right. So if we were really honest, what would that look like? What would that response look like? Would it be a few scattered hands? And so my thought for this listening group, for for you friends, 
for the H&H show. May we be the people mm-hmm. that actually are doing the hard work yeah. of seeking wisdom. Yeah. What are you longing for more? A glass of wine at the end of the day? Yeah. Or the word of God, the yeah. first thing when you wake up. Right. Like it's, there are so many things that we crave that we can't wait to get that we can't, you know, of uh, uh, time with friends or, you know, intimacy with our spouse or time away from our kids or yeah. a day off. Yeah. And then yet we don't crave this found, where do we find this mm-hmm. foundation? We find it from being intimate with the Lord, from being in his presence. A couple more things from Proverbs, which I would just say, if you're struggling with reading your Bible, with having wisdom, having knowledge of who Jesus is, just go read Proverbs. Yeah. It's full. I mean, Start you could there. literally yeah. read the same chapter over and over and over and over again and never understand it all or get yeah. it all. Um, It says, wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be the one to suffer. Wow. And then one more, because this is just so good. It's just, it's all just popping out at me. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. Wow. So good. And I think, Heidi, that's, we have so many voices coming at us right now. Yeah. I mean, there are. More than ever. (laughs) Tons of podcasts to choose from. Every time you put on Instagram, someone's telling you, think this way, think that way, you know, and I think it's really important that we do pay attention to what godly people are saying, Mm -hmm. that we are stopping and going, oh, maybe they have a perspective that I need to hear. Yeah. Um, So there's just so much, so much good stuff. Well, and we've had feedback from listeners saying, man, it's so obvious that you love being in God's word and you, you, you share that with us often and encourage us in that often. I just don't feel drawn to be in God's word. Like, I, how do you start? And I want to encourage people that might feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you're not landing where Heather's landing, where she's seeing all this rich insight just by opening her Bible. And um, But the thing is this, like, Heather's Bible isn't brand new, and it's not unused. It's, it's weathered, it's worn, it's marked up, it's highlighted. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious that the the revelation isn't just opening it and a one-time thing. Yeah. Um, while it can be that, it can be like an instantaneous mm-hmm. thing. But I promise you that if you start the hard work of creating the discipline, that's yes. what it starts yes, as. It does. Just like a workout routine. Yep. You know, you create the discipline, then comes the craving. Right. You know, then right. it's like, oh, wow, man, I feel I feel a little bit different. I feel a little off. I can't and miss you, that. You look yeah. at your journal and you realize, oh, I haven't been in God's word for three days. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Yeah, or three months. Yes. Or three years. But that's how it becomes. Right. When when you slack off, when you get out of your routine right. and the discipline of it, you, you crave it and right. you notice it more quickly. Uh, so yeah. that's my encouragement is yeah. get in the word, do the hard work until it becomes something you crave. And then it'll be something that you just, you don't, it's not a, it's, it's a non-negotiable. Right. I like to say that discipline, when you're reading your Bible, discipline then turns into desire. Yeah. And desire sometimes goes back to discipline. Mm-hmm. But if you have the discipline, because it's, you know, I've been reading my Bible now for 30 some years mm-hmm. and I don't always have the desire. Right. Um, but it's the discipline that keeps me going. Right. And so there will be ebbs and flows. There yeah. will be times of, you know, a little bit of a dry season. And it's not because God's not speaking. It yeah. probably is because of a heart condition that mm-hmm. you're going through. There's probably something gross going on inside of your heart that you need to work out. Yeah. Um, but the only way to get that worked out is to spend time with the Holy Spirit and for, for your heart to be softened by the discipline of reading God's word. Yeah. So if you don't know where to start, um, 
Grab version on your Bible, on your phone. It's an app that you can get. There are lots and lots of plans on there. Yeah. Start reading the Gospels. Start mm-hmm. with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read those. It's a story of Jesus. They're so wonderful. They're so rich. Yeah. Read Acts. Acts is a story of the church, how the church first started. We need to know that and to understand that now more than ever, yeah. to understand where we came from and what is being called of us as disciples and apostles of Jesus. Um, and Proverbs, read Proverbs and Psalms. Psalms is so good because Psalms was written by several different people, but mostly by David. Mm-hmm. And he was just going through a lot of dark days. Mm-hmm. And so these are some dark days for a lot of people. Yeah. So go read that and realize that your lamenting is, um, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. David also lamented, yep. but he also rejoiced yep. alongside his lamenting. So that those would be some great places to start. Those are great You tips. can always message us. Mm-hmm. We love to get people going on reading plans. You know, don't overcomplicate it. No. Don't think like you have to do this huge theological study on something. Just pick up your Bible and read. Yeah. And ask the Holy Spirit. Ask him for insight and he will give it to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you will find the most crazy, bizarre things that you are just astonished are even in the Bible. Oh, yeah. As you start noticing. Like, I make notes of them, and someday we're just going to do a whole episode on, like, the crazy of the, the Bible. The crazy things that Can that you the believe Bible this says. happened? Yeah. But, yeah. So, friends, as we wrap up, um, we want to encourage you. What do you need to evaluate today? What are you thinking about quitting? That maybe God's like, hey, I'm still in this. Stay the course. Um, and what do you need prayer for? If you need prayer, shoot us a message. We really will pray for you. Um, I think that so many of us are longing for true community right now. There's been a lot of isolation in 2020, mm-hmm. which is not from the Lord. That's from the enemy. Yep. He is the one that works in isolation. Um, so let us know what you're needing right now. Um, and then my final thought is there is this kind of trend right now in people not being in their local church. Mm-hmm. And I want to speak against that. Yeah. And I want to say that that is a lie from the enemy to make you believe that sitting on your couch, having a church online is the same as being face-to-face with the people of God. It's not. It's a powerful tool in a short season that you need it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're recovering from a brand new baby or a surgery and that is great or you're Mm -hmm. on vacation, but get back in your local church. And if your church is not meeting, find one that is. And yes, return to your church when they open their doors, but get in a local church because The church is what Jesus is coming back for. And the church is the only thing that is going to help get you through these crazy days. And if you don't think these days are crazy, you must live on an island in paradise. So that's so good. You know, the Bible, the New Testament talks about the ecclesia, Mm -hmm. and that is the gathering, the assembly of the people. Yes. That's the church. That's what the church was, is called. It's the ecclesia. It's not a whole bunch of people spread out on their couches. It is the gathering. There's yeah. something that happens when you get face-to-face that cannot happen through a computer Absolutely. screen. So I um, affirm that and agree with that and high-five you also, Heidi. So we are so glad to be back. We, we are. We really, truly are. We would not be back if we did. No, and it's not like we're doing this begrudgingly. No, we are doing it out of obedience and joy because yeah. we do know that the Lord is in it. So, um, Shout out to us on Instagram. Yeah. We we love to hear that you're listening. Share this. Share this episode with a friend. You you never know who just needs to hear a different voice in their life. You know, I actually stopped listening 
to several podcasts that I've listened to for years, just for a season. And I started listening to new ones just to change up the voices in mm-hmm. my head. And I'm, I've gone back then, but I just had to, I had to find some new voices yeah. too, to make sure I wasn't just hearing one perspective. Yep. And so share this with someone, share it on your social media, tag us and share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll chat with you next time. Thank you.